Hello, boys and girls, and welcome to episode 314. This is Ted, your host here on the Motorcycle Man Podcast, and we are snuggled, nice and comfy, cozy here in the V-Twin Cafe in sunny downtown Shalote, North Carolina. That's right, boys and girls, not necessarily Cranford, New Jersey. Okay, we're here. But anyway, in today's interview, I have a chat with Matt, and he is the head of design at Axiom Diesel Cycles. Now, Matt is joining us today to talk about their line of diesel-powered motorcycles. That's right. You heard that right here first on the Motorcycle Man podcast. But first, let's take a little shout-out to the sponsors of the podcast. We're going to start with Scorpion Helmets. Now, they're offering a high-quality, innovative motorcycle helmets and technical apparel at an incredible value. So to learn more, get on over to scorpionusa.com. I use actually three scorpion helmets i have the uh sd1400 carbon i have the shake helmet and of course i have their three-quarter helmet which is very very comfortable and i enjoy that very much but check them out scorpionusa.com and of course wild ass seats now you can improve your comfort and ability to stay in the saddle longer with a cushion from wild ass seats so if you're tired of those painful pressure points and fatigue Get on over to wild-ass.com and tell the real Craig Johnson that your ass hurts and you need a cushion. So he's going to take care of you. All right? So that's good. It's called wild-ass.com. And, of course, naturally, as always, Uclear Helmet Communication Systems. Now, you can enhance your ride with Uclear's Dynamesh-compatible intercom. You get powerful music and crystal clear phone calls on any road, any trail, and on any helmet. A very portable system. To learn more, you want to go to ucleardigital.com, and you tell them that the Motorcycle Man podcast sent you. That's right. You're going to talk to Dave over there and tell him that Ted told you to call him. All right? And, as always... Our good friends over at Tobacco Motorwear. That's right. For the best in casual riding gear for men and for women, there's only one place that you should be going, and that is Tobacco Motorwear. I wear Tobacco Motorwear riding jeans. I got their California riding shirt, and, of course, I got their roper gloves. I got the Wasteland vest, and I got to tell you, Top quality products, and you will not be disappointed. Everybody on here on the podcast is wearing tobacco motorwear gear every time we ride. We wouldn't ride without it. Your safety is worth it. So visit them at tobaccomotorwear.com, and our listeners will get 10% off your order when you use the coupon code MOTOMEN. So your safety is worth it. Get on over there. Get in Dave's pants. All right, now, guess what? It's time for that interview. All right, everybody, welcome to the podcast, and this is Ted, your host here on the show, and joining me today all the way from, where are you from? Columbus, Ohio. Columbus, Ohio. We have Matt from Axiom Diesel Cycles. Matt, welcome to the show, man. Thanks for having me. I'm glad you could be here. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your motorcycle self and what you do? Yeah, so I got into motorcycles really after high school and college, and had a blast on them, rode a sport bike in college, and now that I'm a little older and married with two kids, I decided to go the cruiser route, and I'm designing and building diesel cruisers. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, so, now tell us about Axiom Diesel Cycles. 
Yeah, so it kind of started out as the fact that as I got into cruisers, I couldn't buy a diesel motorcycle, so I had to build my own. Really? Okay. So why diesel? It just had the, the performance curve that I wanted for a cruiser. I wanted something that I didn't have to fuel a whole lot and something that didn't have a real high maintenance cost to it. Really? I So, so diesel will, will give you a different performance level than a gasoline engine bike would? Yes, they're not nearly, I mean, I've ridden a sport bike, they're not nearly as peppy, but they have plenty of torque. I've never had any problem coming off a stoplight or getting on a freeway, and they hold the speed really, really well with all the torque. Okay. Now, you said you had to build your own. Now, first of all, what prompted the idea of such a, a, a to build your own diesel motorcycle? I mean, I just wanted one, so I figured, <laughs> all right, I'm going to have to build it. Uh, well, I have to assume then you have a background in some sort of engineering to go ahead and do that. At the time, I have a background. My degree is actually in mathematics, so I like to problem solve, oh. and it just seemed like a really good project to problem solve on. <laughs> so, okay, from start to finish, from the, from the moment you first got the idea to do this, and this is all about building the motor, not necessarily the whole bicycle, but it's about building the motor. How long did it take you from start to finish to actually say, okay, this is it, it works? It didn't take terribly long. I actually used mostly off-the-shelf parts for the first one. Oh, really? Wow. So Yeah, it, so it, I tried to cut back a little bit of time by using as much off-the-shelf as I could. I used a Harley transmission on the first one. I used an Aircool Yanmar V-Twin clone, so that worked out really well. Okay, so what? No, as far as goes for what we obviously know is the fuel type is totally different, but what is the major difference between that gasoline engine and that diesel engine? for construction diesel, yeah diesel revolutions are much lower rpm is 3,3600, so you get a lot of torque at a much lower rpm and it just it does really really well for cruising it likes to hold speed it has plenty of torque but you don't get that peppiness of a sport bike okay all right now now would you say that it would be more reliable than a gas engine yeah, there's much, much uh, more simplicity to it. It's literally just fuel and air. They're mechanical diesel engines, so you don't have any of the electrical problems as far as spark plugs go. No kidding. Wow. Now, this brings up another question, which I want to throw in. I guess this falls under the maintenance aspect of it, which we're going to get into later. But for cold weather, starting cold weather usage, do you, is a glow plug necessary? If you were going to do cold weather, yes, but... I don't foresee a lot of people riding them in cold weather. I know there's a few out there that will, yeah. but once you get it turned over and running, it runs on compression, so it'll heat up pretty quick. Wow, that's amazing. Now, would you say there is a need out there for such an, uh, such an option for motorcyclists? I think there's there's a little bit of a need. I mean, if you're traveling and you have a diesel motorhome and you have a gasoline motorcycle, this allows you to go one fuel. Yeah, that's, that's true, too. And, of course... I guess the longevity of the diesel engine out, you know, surpasses the gasoline engine. You certainly would, you would have a motorcycle that could last you a million miles in theory. Anyway, right. Um, one of the things we're trying to do is build a million mile bike. Well, that would be amazing. How many models do you currently offer? Uh, we're looking at offering basically two variations of a cruiser. So one will have a, fork mounted fairing and then the second one will have an actual frame mounted fairing okay now as far as goes for the motorcycle designs themselves are these based on existing models or were these uh, is this ground up construction brandy new motorcycles 
So they will actually be ground up construction builds, but they are based on existing models. So basically okay. the drivetrain is all ours, but from the front fender all the way to the rear fender is pretty much a stock V-twin. Okay. American oh, V-twin. Okay. Now, could anybody bring their bike, regardless of what they have, as long as it's a big V-twin, and say, make it a diesel? That's a little more difficult. So, um, I mean, anything's possible, right, but we're right. actually going to produce a ground-up build with our own frame. Sure. Okay. Uh, what sort of challenges did you face uh, in the creation of the, these motors and these motorcycles? Uh, the biggest challenge was that there's really no off-the-shelf parts for diesel motorcycles. So it's making as much existing stuff fit and then building out our own stuff as much as we could. Oh, okay. So so you were you actually had to physically build parts if you needed them? Yes, and that's really kind of where we're at right now is getting all wow. of the engineering side so that it all meshes together really smoothly. So you got a full shop going on there just making parts and stuff. Actually, we're farming a lot of it out to people that are professionals at what they do. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I get it. Uh, have you employed the use of 3D printers yet? Uh, we have not. Okay, I guess that's something you might want to think about in the future. You'll get into that eventually, right? Uh, why don't you give us some of the advantages of the diesel-powered motorcycle over the conventional gasoline-powered motorcycle? Yeah, like I said, one of the biggest advantages is that there's more energy in a gallon of diesel fuel than there is in gasoline, so the mileage per gallon will be quite a bit better. Right. And these are going to be, I guess, I assume these will have five or six-gallon tanks on them, correct? Uh, yes, we're looking at, like I said, we can basically piggyback off the American V-Twin market, and I sure. believe the tank is 6.6 .6 gallons. Wow. And what kind of mileage can somebody expect to be getting uh, on that? Uh, we're still in development of the transmission, but we're looking to shoot for 70 miles per gallon or better. No way. Really? 70 <laughs> miles per gallon. Wow. Oh, my God. That, well, of, of course, the operating cost is going to be one thing because, you know, now that the fuel price is going the way they are, you know, maybe a deterrent for some people. But for the potential buyer or the, you know, the user of an Axiom diesel cycle, what do they need to know about owning one and using one? It's going to be very, very similar to any other motorcycle as far as maintenance goes, right? We're going to have a break-in period because it's a new engine. Sure. And you're going to have standard maintenance of oil changes. But other than that, it's it's pretty basic and straightforward. You just turn the key and it runs. Wow. How about that? That's Okay. And as far as it goes for the maintenance aspect, I imagine this is where it's going to be a little different. Yeah, so one thing that we decided to do was we had to figure out how they can service this bike and not bring it to us if they're on the other side of the country. Sure. So we uh, actually are using Doosan diesel engines. So it's an existing platform engine that's in all the Bobcats pretty much out there working every day in the construction industry. Sure. And so we're basically reconfiguring it, and we're putting it in there so you can get it serviced at any Bobcat dealership across the country. You just have to call ahead and make an appointment and let them know what engine you have. Okay. Now, as far as it goes for, uh, for the dealership network, right now you don't have that. This is a, uh, re a reservation sort of a situation now with your, with, with your bikes, correct? Yes, you'd have to go through, uh, like I said, an existing Bobcat dealership. And then, as I said before, we're basically creating everything else to be aftermarket V-Twins so you can go to your right. local bike dealer or bike shop and have them help you out. Okay, now how, how does somebody go about getting one of your motorcycles? Uh, currently, we have on our website that we have a reservation system on the website. Okay, and from the moment somebody orders the bike, how long would they have to wait until the bike was ready or, and shipped and all that? 
Uh, we're looking at actually having a model out shippable in spring 2023. Okay. Now you guys were weren't you guys at one of the most uh, recent uh, motorcycle shows? Uh, we were actually down in Dallas, uh, Dallas International Motorcycle Show. Yes. All right. And how, how did that go for you guys? Good. Yeah, we got a lot of great feedback, and since then we've kind of reconfigured how we want to build this bike, and decided to go with a really, really solid high-end cruiser. Okay, so at the moment you don't actually have one that you can bring around and show everybody, do do you? Correct. We're still working on getting all of our engineering side set up, our transmission and our cooling system. Okay, that's good. Uh, so, how can people learn more about Axiom Diesel Cycles? Yeah, you can check out the website axiomdiesel.com. Uh, we're also on Instagram, Axiom underscore Diesel. We're on Facebook, Axiom Diesel, and we're also on YouTube. Excellent. Great. Any last comments or anything else you'd like to share about uh, diesel-powered motorcycles? No, it just, it's definitely a different experience to ride one, and hopefully we can get them out there uh, at shows here next year for people to see as well. All right. Excellent. All right, Matthew, listen, thank you very much for being on the podcast. Uh, I want to talk. Don't go anywhere to talk to you after we're done. And, uh... Good luck, man. I wish you a lot of luck with the with the project. Sounds great. Thank you. Okay. All right, Matt, we're done. Excellent. Good job. All right, man, that's great. All right, so I will probably what's going to happen is, um, what's this, 630? Uh, I will probably have this posted later this evening. Uh, okay. And then what I'll do is I will email you a, a direct link to the interview. And uh, you guys have a Facebook page, you said. So what I'll do is uh, I generally post a link to it on the guest's Facebook page so that people who go to your site all, will also be able to see it and then get a hold of the interview. Okay. All right. Any questions? No, thank you very much cool. for having me. Quite all right, man. I wish you guys a lot of luck. It sounds like a, a great program. Excellent. I'm looking yeah, forward I'm to seeing how this works out. Um, yeah, no, definitely. Are you going to be? Get a, when I get a bike done, I'll get it down to you so you can see it. Hopefully, yeah. you can ride it. Are you going to be uh, at any of the uh, international motorcycle shows? The IMS setup? Um, I'm not sure yet. We are. I'm, I'm debating if I'm going to come to a few of them here in the Midwest, maybe Chicago or. Yeah. Um, I know Pennsylvania is pretty close to me. Yeah, you got Pennsylvania's close over there in Carlisle, and of course Chicago is close to you too. And they got one in Atlanta that might not be too close. <laughs> so that's an option, though, if you think about it. If you go to Atlanta, I'm thinking about going to Carlisle. I'm not sure because for me, it's uh, a little over a 10-hour drive for me. So I, I will see. Oh, wow. I know Atlanta is only seven hours away, so <laughs> I can make it to Atlanta. I don't know. <laughs> all right, Matt. Listen, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. And uh, we'll talk to you soon, man. All right? All right. All right. Thanks. Bye. Right. You got it. Bye-bye. Motorcycle Man Podcast is supporting David's Dream and Believe Cancer Foundation, helping families stricken with the effects of cancer. To learn more, go to davidsdreamandbelieve.org to donate and see your money go to something that actually makes a difference in the lives that it affects. And the Gold Star Rad Foundation, helping families of fallen soldiers. If you would like to be a part of a great cause and get in some heartfelt miles, go to goldstarride.org and learn how you can participate in the next Gold Star Ride. Hey, thanks for joining me and Matt here on Motorcycle Men Podcast. And you can learn more about Axiom Diesel Cycles by going to axiomdiesel.com. Links will be in the show notes and, of course, on the Motorcycle Men website. Hey, coming up on the next live podcast, which will be next week, we will be talking about Harley's new Nightster 
and also the new mid-level Pan Ams that the motor company will be releasing soon. That's going to be something you're not going to want to miss because we're going to chat about that. And of course, we will be having our trivia contest, as always, with a new guest. So make sure you tune in and listen to that. That's going to be a lot of fun, as it always is, of course. You know that. Hey, don't forget to get on over to the Ride With Teb YouTube channel and watch some of the many videos that I got over there, including the Ted Shed and the Ride With Ted videos. In the latest video that's just released, you'll get to see the final part of my trip to pick up the new motorcycle and, of course, the reveal at the end of that. So check that out. Hey, don't forget now, you can also support the podcast by buying us a cup of coffee. That's right, boys and girls. So head on over to the website and click on the link that's on the landing page to buy us a coffee and help out the podcast. We can go buy some stupid crap that we probably don't even need. But it's great. We know we'll help advance the podcast and do stuff correct. Well, sort of. We'll, we try. For the rest of the Motorcycle Men podcast team, thanks for listening. And remember, boys and girls, we say stupid crap so you don't have to. That's it, friends.